millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. ...or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. this broadcast help me by getting it out there on your favorite social media platform this is going to be a mixture of the old and the new a classic episode of red pill news pre-recorded segments created by yours truly i'll be presenting it to you here and then after that we'll go ahead and talk about it in the chat and i have a whole bunch of other stories that came up today things that i otherwise wouldn't have been able to cover but I'm going to get to bring them to you here today. Thank you to this brand new format. If you're out there on Rumble. Music too loud. Okay. If you're out there on Rumble, please don't forget to hit the like button. If you're on Odyssey or Getter or even Twitter, any of the other places, please let everybody know that we're live. Do you like that Hunter Biden custom laptop image I made? <laughs> That's an image from his laptop. <laughs> All right, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back after this. All right, welcome to the program, everyone. Thank you for being here. Uh, I saw that someone over on Rumble was asking if Badlands Media was no longer there. They are definitely still there. So if you're unable to find Badlands Media, I don't know why that would be. Your best bet would probably be to go to Twitter or, or you know, I don't know, Telegram or something because they have a Telegram channel on, uh, on, on there as well. And the Rumble links are right in there. 
And then, of course, any of the past shows that I've shared, they're still going to be there on my truth or on my Twitter or on my Telegram, any of those places. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I see a couple of familiar names over there on the Foxhole. Appreciate you. Thank you, Starface. Uh, thank you to SG Sparky. PQuest getting it started with a, a cookie drop over there. And what is the Telegram for David Jose? Uh, you'll have to watch the episode because he gives it on air, but it's you have to send him a request to get linked up with him because his group is private because I guess they've had trolls and stuff coming in there. Um, uh, uh, so uh, so listen, we've got uh, quite the show for you lined up today. Uh, primarily, we're going to be talking about the crimes of the Biden family. I think this is a subject that just continues to grow. Every single day, we learn more and more about the evil things that the Biden crime family have done and the way that they've enriched themselves uh, and their business partners. So I've got several key stories about that for you. And then I have a whole host of other stories that I wanted to make sure we had an opportunity to talk about. So we're going to get started. Please do me one more favor. Hit that like button. Hit the share button. Uh, let people know that we are live. People are not used to me producing shows like this, so I would really appreciate it if you guys help me get people in here. And of course, if you hit that like button, it will help me get on the leaderboard. I'm trying to go early enough in the day so that I can still have an opportunity to do that. So if we have a couple of thousand people here and and half of you hit that like button, then it's a pretty good chance that I'll end up on the leaderboard. Without further ado, let's get started with today's episode of Red Pill News. Once again, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. I hope you're enjoying this brand new live format. In this episode, we are primarily going to be focusing on the latest revelations to come out of the Hunter Biden laptop. In the wake of the classified document scandal for Joe Biden, with classified documents being discovered virtually anywhere Joe Biden laid his head, it has come to the attention of savvy researchers that most likely those classified documents were relayed to Hunter Biden and his business associates for the benefit of the Biden crime family. In addition to the story I brought you last week about that first likely classified information that Hunter Biden relayed to his business partner, Devin Archer, over the weekend, word of what is likely a second classified bit of data that was handed over to Hunter and his business associates was revealed, and today earlier, a third classified piece of information that was relayed to Hunter Biden and his business associates was also revealed. So first, we're going to take a look at what that second bit of classified intel was. Then we're going to take a look at the third bit of classified intel and hear what Ted Cruz has to say about it, and then stick around because I'm going to be live on the other end of this piece with late breaking news that took place during the day. So do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and Let's get into it. All right, first, let's take a look at that second piece of classified information that Hunter likely received from the U.S. State Department. Now, just as a refresher, we are all aware of Hunter Biden, the Biden crime family, and their propensity to use state resources to enrich themselves and their criminal empire. Now, initially, the classified detail that was pointed out was from an article by Miranda Devine, someone who works for the New York Post, and she has been doing a lot of 
great work on the Hunter Biden laptop for a long, long while. Now, this initial piece of classified detail included a 22-point email that was written in a voice which was very strange and different from anything Hunter Biden had said in the past. Most likely, this email was crafted using classified information that was taken from a U.S. State Department either briefing or perhaps a classified piece of data that Joe Biden had snuck out of the White House. Now, this included information that Hunter Biden should not have had access to. He had no security clearance. He had no reason to know this information. He was not an expert on the actual uh, comings and goings of Ukraine or popular U.S. policy inside the Obama administration before it had been made public. So now we have a new email which details Hunter Biden's access to classified information and he and his family's likelihood to use it to enrich the Biden crime family. Now, this second email also comes directly from Hunter Biden's laptop, and we have the email itself, but we also have a summary of it. Essentially, the Bidens had been asked to obtain visas for executives at Burisma. This was so they could travel to the United States in early November 2015. Now, in response to that request, Hunter and Devin Archer reached out to a friend who had ties to the U.S. State Department. Of course, the State Department being the front organization for the clowns in America. The State Department gets set up in any nation where the United States has diplomatic relations, and then the clowns in America can act and operate out of those State Department embassies. They have deep cover, making themselves appear to be ambassadors or perhaps representatives of different areas of the government, different federal agencies, but oftentimes they're just spies and they're there to perform espionage. Now, this deep state asset with ties to the State Department is a man named John Sandwig. Now, Sandwig actually was was an employee of the federal government. He was acting director of U.S. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement under Obama from August 2013 to February 2014. He had a rather short tenure working in the Obama administration. He left. We don't know exactly why. This is a picture of John Sandwig on screen right now. Now, despite no longer working in the federal government, Sandwig showed his true colors when the outgoing Trump administration was handing the reins of power over to Joe Biden and his criminal thugs that make up the U.S. government at this time. He was rather happy about Alejandro Mayorkas coming back in and taking over as Department of Homeland Security head. At the time of the transfer, Sandwig was quoted discussing his connections within the federal government still showing that he still had a little bit of pull. In response to the outgoing Trump administration and the incoming Alejandro Mayorkas, head of DHS, he said, I've never seen anything like it. There is a very palpable sense of excitement at the DHS that Mayorkas is coming back. It's not tied to policy or politics. It's a management and leadership issue. I would say it's more than likely a deep state issue. The people who were happy to see Trump go were the people who are looking to destroy America. And when you take a look at the 10 of Alejandro Mayorkas, useful idiot he might be, you can see that there really is no management or leadership structure or even a plan to ensure that the DHS does what it's actually chartered to do. Now, in this email string that was discovered on Hunter's laptop, there is an email between Sandweg, Eric Schwerin, and Rosemont Seneca on November 2nd of 2015. Sandweg is relaying information about one of the individuals from Barisma who Hunter was 
trying to get that visa for. It was a Mr. Zlochevsky. Now, in this email, he claims he obtained a search. This would have been a document that was classified within the United States government and from a system he should not have had access to. He said, from the Department of Homeland Security and Customs Database, did not reveal any prohibitions on Mr. Zlochevsky's ability to enter the United States. Unfortunately, after receiving that initial report, I suspected that the individual I asked to run the search only queried DHS customs databases and not State Department databases. As such, I asked another individual to query both databases, and this search revealed the cancellation of the visa and the legal basis for the cancellation. So you can see here that Sandweg reaches out to two current employees within the federal government, one at DHS and another at State Department, and both of them relay classified information about the visa status of a foreign national. This is illegal. Now, in this email, Sandwig also includes two attachments, which appear to be the actual reports that he had asked to be queried. One of them is labeled Zlochevsky Visa Denial. That one is undoubtedly from the State Department because it was the State Department who relayed the information about Zlochevsky's inability to get into the country. So he shared this information with Burisma. He shared it with Hunter Biden, and he shared it with Devin Archer. Sandweg worked for Homeland Security and Customs in 2014. This email was from November 2015. It was illegal to give him the information. Sandweg also obtains information from DHS and he should not have had access to that information, again, because he wasn't working in the federal government. And then the information that he obtained on that visa application from the State Department, that's definitely classified, and that is not something that he should be receiving himself or relaying to anyone else. He also shared this classified visa information with Hunter's firm, Rosemont Seneca. This is not a government agency. Rosemont Seneca should not have had access to this information. And then, of course, Hunter's firm shared that classified information that they never should have had with Burisma, the company that Hunter Biden worked for, that right there, my friends, legally is classified as espionage. This is a major, major deal. And if this was the only instance we could prove, then it would be enough to put Hunter Biden and his business associates in prison. However, this is the second time we've discovered that Hunter Biden was handling and passing on classified information. And now I have a third example for you. Now, this third apparent piece of classified information seems to be coming from a business associate of Hunter Biden's at a company called Blue Star Strategies. You may remember the name Blue Star Strategies because we've talked about it here on the program before, and they've actually been under investigation since 2021. Now, Ron Johnson, as part of his uh, service on the U.S. Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, had investigated Blue Star Strategies and actually voted to subpoena documents and depositions from the company. You see, back in 2021, this investigation reportedly centered around the lobbying strategies at Blue Star Strategies. They were actually lobbying the U.S. government on behalf of Burisma, and they never registered as a foreign agent under the FARA Act. If you'll remember, this is what they actually went after uh, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn for. Now, witnesses have alleged that Blue Star's co-founders Sally Painter and Karen Tramontano met with State Department officials as part of their 
work for the company. When they met with these State Department officials, they never mentioned that Burisma was a client. They also tended to drop the Biden name and Hunter Biden's association with the company at these multiple meetings with the State Department in order to better improve the company's image in the face of State Department pressure or whatever negotiations they were working on behalf of Burisma for. But again, they didn't say anything about their work for Burisma, and they certainly only tried to use Hunter Biden and the Biden family name so that they could gain favor with the U.S. government. So once again, as a violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, this itself is already a problem. But when we take a look at the email that Keeley sent to a number of individuals at Rosemont Seneca, which included Hunter Biden and Devin Archer, and individuals at Blue Star Strategies, including the CEOs, Karen Tramontano and Sally Painter, the COO, and another individual at Burisma, it becomes even more problematic. Now, the original email is found right here, but that email included an attachment, and that's where the nugget is. You see, the email explains what's in the attachment. We don't actually get to see the attachment, but in the attachment, apparently, it is a summation of a morning White House conference call just earlier that day regarding the vice president's upcoming trip to Ukraine. That vice president, of course, would be Joseph Robinette Biden. She says, attached is a memo from the Blue Star Strategies team with the minutes of the call, which outlined the trip's agenda and addressed several questions regarding U.S. policy towards Ukraine. So while Blue Star Strategies was on this call with the White House that had something to do with Joe Biden and his upcoming trip to Ukraine, they weren't discussing the fact that they were actually there on behalf of Burisma, and they were never meant to relay the information from that classified White House conference call. So these are the problems with this particular email. That attachment of that memo from the White House conference call would have been classified. Therefore, it would be illegal to share. And the way the email is worded seems to appear that this is not the first time that Blue Star Strategies had received classified information in this way. There was probably a habit of doing this on the regular, and I'm sure that's something we're going to find as people continue to dive deeper into the emails on Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, that memo that was attached regarding Joe Biden's trip to Ukraine implicates that it's Joe Biden who's sharing the classified information. And it not only includes information on Biden's trip, but the Biden-Obama policy on Ukraine, which of course would have been very useful to Blue Star Strategies, who was working for Burisma, a Ukrainian company at the time. Since this email was provided to Burisma, which again is a foreign entity, this would once again be considered espionage. And this is a very serious crime. Let's just go take a look at what the punishment is for espionage if one should be convicted. So here's an interesting article I found from Desiree News. And the reason they're talking about the Espionage Act in this article is because of the FBI raid that took place at President Trump's home. Because, of course, the deep state and the insane left in the mainstream media are trying to claim that President Trump is in danger of being charged under the Espionage Act for the mishandling of classified information. Now, the Espionage Act was initially passed back in 1917 as a result of World War 
one and perhaps the ties of people in the U.S. to people in Germany. They didn't want anybody passing on information or mishandling classified information. So originally, uh, this would have been a, a sentence of 20 years in prison and a fine of up to $10,000. Now, when it was actually put into action, the punishment uh, was actually up to and including death. Julius and Ethel Rosenberg were convicted of uh, committing espionage and they were put to death. Now, there are two sections of note within the Espionage Act. And essentially, this act is meant to address the mishandling of classified information. President Trump, as president of the United States, declassified the information that he still had in his possession at Mar-a-Lago. So it's difficult to apply these two sections to President Trump. However, Joe Biden was not president at the time. He was vice president. And it appears that this information was again finding its way to foreign entities in the way of Burisma, a Ukrainian company. So within the Espionage Act, Section 793 involves gathering, transmitting, or losing defense information. So losing, meaning that you could do it of no fault of your own. It was an accident, which also includes refusal to return information that is demanded by the government. All of the documents that Joe Biden had were supposed to go to the National Archives. Certainly, they were not meant to leave the White House or a skiff. They were not meant to end up at his home. This carries a maximum prison sentence of 10 years if convicted, and a potential violation of Section 793 is what they're looking at potentially charging Trump with. And then Section 94 relates to gathering or delivering defense information to aid a foreign government. And if you're found guilty of that provision, that is far more severe. That is up to life in prison or the death penalty, and that is what Julius and Ethel Rosenberg were convicted of. Now, the the tiny wrinkle into this whole scenario uh, is that since Joe Biden's crimes and the crimes of the Biden crime family and Hunter and all of the companies that he was involved with, uh, it appears to be a far more reaching example of a violation of the Espionage Act, uh, and it, it includes to uh, be the transmission of this classified data to foreign and entities such as Burisma. Who knows if this information was getting to the Ukrainian government? Uh, perhaps Joe Biden, in his effort to get Viktor Shokin fired uh, and in his uh, attempts to enrich himself and his family, maybe he was doing backroom deals with the incoming Poroshenko administration or other people within the Ukrainian government so that he could ensure that he would keep getting fat off the taxpayer dollars and, of course, off of the money that the United States was sending to Ukraine as well. This is a far more complicated situation. And now that Joe and Hunter and all of these other people are involved in it, it makes it very difficult for the government to attempt to justify going after President Trump, because if they only go after President Trump and they don't go after the Bidens, then it appears to be a very lopsided justice system, as it already is. We know it to be that. Uh, But if they go after Trump and they have to go after Joe Biden, then they find themselves in a position of having to uh, prosecute people that they really don't want to prosecute. So it looks like it's going to be a lot easier to just completely back off altogether. Uh, Hopefully, that's not what happens. I want to see Joe and Hunter be prosecuted for the crimes they've committed. And it appears that the Gateway Pundit is continuing to release more information and classified details that the Biden crime family was sharing with their foreign adversaries and uh, their business partners uh, throughout the rest of this week. So as the news comes out, I will continue to deliver it for you. Please stick around, and I'm going to go through some late-breaking stories live with you on the air just after this. Thank you very much for being here with me today. Good luck, everyone, and God bless. All right, don't go anywhere. 
All right, here we go. Now it's time for the live portion of today's news. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, Algorithm Q got a little kick out of the idea of the punishment that these people should receive for their crimes. And I have to admit, uh, it is a rather fantastical concept in today's world. Uh, You know... (laughs) I saw a bit of commentary, somebody discussing the idea that it would appear to be a lopsided judicial system. That's that's why I use that particular language, almost as if we don't already know it to be a lopsided or unequal system of justice that we have here in the United States. We all know that we do. It's so obvious. You take a look at the way that people on the right are treated versus the way people on the left are treated. And unfortunately, that's just the way that it's shaking out in modern days. Uh, and I see a lot of people being very frustrated about the lack of action, the lack of accountability. Uh, in a perfect world, Accountability would come as swiftly as possible, but uh, all too often and throughout history, we can take a look back and when the justice system proceeds in the way that it is actually supposed to, justice is, is not necessarily swift. It's only appeared to be swift in this modern age because they persecute people like us. They go after people like us. Uh, Also, PJW said something in the beginning about uh, perhaps there might be people here in the audience that uh, are not friendly. I'm certain that there are people here who are not friendly. They they come here because they hate me. They don't come here because they want to watch the show or hang out and talk with you guys. But that's fine uh, because in this realm – In this modern age, the world that they have forced me, they have forced you into, they have already stripped me of everything that they had dominion over. All of the power that they had in my life, over my channels, over the work that I was doing, has been stripped away a long time ago. I'm not afraid of anybody out there who has something that they want to say negative about me. Tell me that you don't like me. Tell me that you you think my show is conspiracy or that I'm a kook. Go through that story that I just reported on. Refute the information. The Hunter Biden laptop is real. It's been confirmed to be real by the exact same mainstream media sources that people who don't like this program have been quoting for years. We were ahead of the curve, guys. We knew the truth before they would allow themselves to accept the truth. Same thing with the mainstream media. Now they have been forced to accept the truth. I just presented evidence that Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden are all guilty of espionage, either through the willful uh, uh, broadcast and transmission of classified data to foreign entities or through the uh, accidental loss of that data at Joe Biden's home. They have committed espionage and they should be taken up in a court of law and prosecuted for the crimes that they've committed. If you took the evidence that I just presented and you gave it to a grand jury and you said, should we press charges against these people, then they would unanimously come forward and say, yes, I know that a grand jury could indict a ham sandwich. But in this instance, we're talking about real measurable crimes that have potentially also measurable impacts upon the United States. Certainly, there was a measurable impact upon the bank accounts of the Biden crime family. How many tens of millions of dollars do you think the Bidens have brought in thanks to their criminal activities? I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican or an independent. If you sell out America, you deserve nothing less 
than Julius and Ethel Rosenberg. Okay, you deserve nothing less than the electric chair. And that's exactly the way that it should be. Unfortunately, it seems that that isn't how the world works today. But I'm hoping that through our collective efforts, we can take back this nation and we can get people into power who will actually take the letter of the law and implement it in the way that it was written. They won't take it and uh, interpret it to mean something else. They won't allow people like Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Devin Archer and all of his friends at Blue Star and all of his friends at Burisma and all of his friends at Rosemont Seneca to just play willy nilly with the safety and security of the United States and her people. Thank you very much, honey. I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. So, oh, let me real quick before I jump into the additional pieces of news I wanted to show you guys. Uh, PJW. Well, first, my mom. My mom said, I like this new format. I love you, mom. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And then PJW said, I agree. RP78 mom, Zach is great at this. He needs a sponsor like DJT. If Donald Trump sponsored my show, I would be so honored. That would be the coolest thing in the world. All right, you guys, uh, we have just about 2,500 people here, and it looks like 451 of you have hit that like button on Rumble. If you did hit that like button, thank you very much. If you want to hit it uh, because you haven't yet, then I would really, really appreciate it. Uh, I also got a couple of uh, Buy Me a Coffees. I, I forgot to check this on Saturday. Uh, first of all, Teresa had asked, I love your show. I love Corey, but I can't find him anywhere. Google scrubbed his account. Would love the book. Is there another way to get it? Barnes and Noble. No, the book hasn't actually been released yet. But if you go to his Buy Me a Coffee, which he mentions in that video a couple of times in the interview, and then it's also in the description of the video, uh, you can pre-order the book and you can immediately download all of his notes, which is like 600 pages of raw data. And as soon, excuse me, as soon as the book is completed, then you will get the book sent to you. So definitely go and do that. Corey is, is, is worth supporting. He's not an anti-Semite, contrary to what some people said. Um, but uh, we need to get over the idea that if someone identifies as a particular religion or a particular race and we call out bad behavior by that person, it doesn't mean that we are attacking the entire group of people. That is a concept that has uh, unintentionally been ingrained inside of you. <clears throat> and you might think that you are very awake, but then somebody says something and you hear one word and you think, well, you know, that's that's racist or that's sexist or, or that's anti-Semitic, whatever it might be. Uh, we, we need to be able to separate those things because there are bad people who identify as good people. They are wolves in sheep's clothing. Bordertown Mom, thank you very, very much, Bordertown Mom. So Bordertown Mom, the, the chat was having some problems on Saturday night. And for some reason, it wasn't working. And she thought she was blocked. And I was able to say on the air that she wasn't blocked. But she said, Zach, I apologize. I could only see my own comments. So I thought I was kicked out of the room. Maybe it's Rumble. It was definitely Rumble. And then she said, many Bible studies and scholars say that the Garden of Eden was in Iraq, Mesopotamia, between the Euphrates uh, River and the Tigris River. Uh, before sin, all of Earth was paradise. After sin is when seasons, weather disasters came in. Your thoughts? I believe Florida could be Atlantis, though. Uh, yes, I am definitely well aware of that. And, uh, and you know, what I was trying to get at when I was talking with Narco about that, you know, if we're going back to the beginning of time, and we do believe in plate tectonics, um, I think there is some evidence to suggest that the continents of the Earth were all one big continent at one time in the past. Uh, so that means that the entire landmass of the planet Earth would have essentially been the Garden of Eden. Now, 
Uh, whether it's at, at uh, the junction of the Tigris and the Euphrates or it's at the junction of these other two rivers, which uh, are down here in Florida, where some specific plants grow, which are mentioned in the Bible, I really don't know. But I think that it's an interesting concept and it's worth uh, investigating either way. I suggest that anybody who didn't see the interviews I did with Narco, go watch those and then go to his channel over on YouTube. It's Old World Florida. I think you're going to like it. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, really incredible videos with some great research, and he's going to be coming back again next month. We're going to have a whole new series of subjects to talk about. Also, Lisa and I went to the citrus stand today. We got a big bag of honey tangerines, a big bag of Valencia oranges, and a big bag of ruby red grapefruits. And I've already eaten a couple of oranges and a couple of tangerines. Okay, let us get, where? which one is it? This one right here. Okay, sweet. So, uh, over the weekend, I had in, I'd started the show with Narco, and I was going to mention that uh, Pfizer had responded to Project Veritas's claims of the di- directed evolution research. But um, uh, it, it, we'll, we'll go ahead and look at that. But I wanted to play this video that uh, James O'Keefe had shared. Uh, this here is the perfect example, the, the, the summation, the only summation you need to understand why every single mainstream news outlet has lied to you about the truth and the safety and efficacy of the vax. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Is brought to you by oh it never ends that was only one minute and and then what they they showed probably 10 or 15 different shows you guys you could probably sit there all day on every single mainstream media platform and watch the shows and every single time brought to you by pfizer brought to you by pfizer brought to you by pfizer and you wonder why people keep their mouths shut and why people lie to you on the mainstream media it's about money it's always been about money They got money coming into the networks. They got money coming in for their program. They got money coming into their own bank account. And these people do not respect human life. It's like you or I. This is one thing that I think we have an issue with. When we try to rationalize the uh, behaviors of people like this, we, we, we do it from a point of view where, you know, how would we act? But we can't do that because these people are not like us. They don't think about morals and ethics. They make decisions based upon the basest of principles. How are they going to survive? You know, and, and nobody else matters. So they make a decision to sell their soul, essentially, and uh, and they have no problem with it because they're getting a massive paycheck at the end of the day. You know, meanwhile, here we are starving on the outside, uh, doing the right thing, hoping that uh, we'll be taken care of at the end of the day. You know, we got our reward coming at, at the end, okay, when all's said and done. 
But we have to be good people while we're here. Set the example. Show people, be a beacon of truth. Show people what it means to actually live your life by principles. I'm comfortable with that. I am happy to do that, and I'm happy that you guys are here doing this with me. Yes, they are taught that all humans are cattle. They don't, and my mom says they don't want to bite the hand that feeds them. They are owned on, on the pharmaceutical plantation. They absolutely are brought to you by Pfizer. The entirety of the lying mainstream media brought to you by Pfizer. So Project Veritas's videos got removed from YouTube. And we have the Pfizer announcement here. I just wanted to go over it in its entirety because this is so typical. Uh, first of all, it's a lengthy, lengthy statement. Uh, and they deny what their employees said they do. Uh, and then they wrap it in some flowery language. So they also don't actually point to Project Veritas or the video. So they say allegations have recently been made related to gain of function and directed evolution research at Pfizer, and the company would like to set the record straight. Brought to you by Pfizer. In the ongoing development of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer has not conducted gain of function or directed evolution research. Working with collaborators, we have conducted research where the original SARS-CoV-2 virus has been used to express the spike protein from new variants of concern. This work is undertaken once a new variant of concern has been identified by public health authorities. This research provides a way for us to rapidly assess the ability of an existing vaccine to induce antibodies that neutralize a newly infected variant of concern. We then make this data available through peer-reviewed scientific journals and use it as one step to determine whether a vaccine update is required. And the interesting thing here, if we take a look back here at a selected segment, they said we don't do what you claimed we do. But later on, uh, they do talk about this exact work that they were accused of actually committing the directed evolution, which sounds a lot like gain of function. And I would say the only difference is the language with which you use to define it. In gain of function research, they take a vac- they take a virus, they try to make it more virulent, more communicable, and then they use it as a tool for research. In directed evolution, what do they do? They take a virus They try to make it worse by mutating it selectively and directing that mutation so then they can create a vaccine, something that's going to work against it. So in talking about this, in addition to meet U.S. and global regulatory requirements for our oral treatment Paxlovid, Pfizer undertakes in vitro work, that is in a laboratory in a culture dish to identify potential resistance mutations to nirmatrelivir, one of Paxlovid's two components. With a naturally evolving virus, it is important to routinely assess the activity of an antiviral. Most of this work is conducted using computer simulations and mutations of the main protease, a non-infectious part of the virus. In a limited number of cases, when a full virus does not contain any known gain-of-function mutations, such virus may be engineered to enable the assessment of antiviral activity in cells. So we don't do directed evolution or gain of function until we're actually doing it because we can't do it in a computer simulation. Live Free or Die 1776 says, 
Wow, Zach, you are creeping up on your former YouTube YouTube live numbers. Kudos. I remember how lost we all were in 1020. Proves they can't keep a good patriot down. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know, it all depends on uh, what time of day it is, if other people are broadcasting. You know, it's a lot harder now to get, you know, 4,000 people uh, in here because there's always like three or four other shows that are on that are pretty good. You know, you guys got to make the conscious decision to come over here. I know Badlands is on. I know that, uh, uh, you know, Woke, I think he's on Badlands right now. He's on his own channel. I know 412 is on. I think Frank is on. So I appreciate you guys being here. It means a lot to me for sure. Uh, But the moral of the story is that Pfizer claims they don't do what their employees said they do. And then they admit in the same statement that, well, in fact, they actually do it. They just are hoping that you're too stupid to read far enough down that you'll only read that first paragraph where they say, we don't do this at all. Now, one of the other things that they've done and that their partners in the mainstream media have done for them is to claim that this guy, Jordan Walker, didn't actually work at Pfizer. Now, The only way that we know initially is that we have his statements. He's claiming I work at Pfizer and I do this research and I oversee the research and development. Well, uh, it also had him scrubbed from the Internet. Google actively worked to scrub Jordan from the Internet. And it looks like Pfizer probably removed him from their database as well. But before they removed him, Project Veritas was actually able to get his actual listing within Pfizer. And you can see that he's verified. Uh, They have his location. They have his education. They have his title, Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations, and mRNA Scientific Planning. Uh, And he even has a Pfizer email address. Now, uh, the people, okay, here we go. You've also got a chat with him uh, showing exactly where he works. Uh, this was actually sent in by an employee at Pfizer. Uh, and now you have his direct reports, the people who are underneath Jordan that actually have to come to him when they need to uh, get something approved. <clears throat> so the, the the hacks in the mainstream media who claim to be journalists said that they can't find anything online about Jordan. So they can't verify that he works there. And in fact, they're denying that he works there. Take a look at this article from PR Week. This is probably a paid piece put out, written by Pfizer. They say, there is no record of an employee named Jordan Tristan Walker working in that role at Pfizer on LinkedIn, the company's website, or any other searchable public domain. So, Google took it down. Pfizer took it down. Jordan probably took down his own LinkedIn. And so now (laughs) it's a good thing that Project Veritas and other savvy employees at Pfizer took these screenshots and sent them in to James O'Keefe. Uh, this is uh, this this is proof positive that they've been lying and that they will continue to lie. Uh, and I certainly hope that Pfizer is done. At the end of the day, I hope that everybody who is supporting Pfizer in one way or another gets the hell out of there. If you got Pfizer stock, dump it. Get rid of it. Get out of there. Stop supporting Pfizer in any way that you possibly can because money is the only thing they care about. Certainly don't get any vaccines from Pfizer. I wouldn't want a chance that uh, they're going to inject me with something that I don't want. All right, now that I've covered that, we need to talk just a little bit more about the fact that uh, Hunter Biden is in a big 
big load of trouble. Uh, and we have some other stories about Joe Biden and the special counsel that's looking into him. Ted Cruz, and I actually said this in the video and forgot to include it, so that's why we're going to talk about it now. Uh, Ted Cruz uh, was on a number of programs over the weekend. He said the FBI should be looking at Hunter Biden's residence for classified documents. I think that that's only not only natural. I mean, think about when the mainstream media and the radical left were going after President Trump. They were happy to go after the kids. They were gleeful to go after Eric and Donald and Ivanka and even Tiffany. Tiffany, she barely is a public person, okay? The only reason that people know who she is is because her last name is Trump. She doesn't do anything in public. She's not like uh, like a big social media star or anything like that. She's an innocent all of these kids are innocent. They just were lucky enough to be born with a dad who is awesome enough to try to save America, and the deep state can't abide by that. So Ted Cruz says that the FBI needs to go in and search Hunter Biden's residence, and I think they should as well, because now we take a look at all of these emails that Hunter Biden and his business partners were sending. We take a look at the areas where the classified documents were found, and it becomes clear that Hunter Biden could have had access to this stuff on any given day. Now, I, I saw someone mention in the chat earlier that they think Hunter Biden left the laptop on purpose. I have definitely uh, surmised that that's a possibility before. But on the other side of the token, I know that Hunter Biden was in the just the 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 deepest depths of drug addiction and abuse. And somebody in Hunter Biden's position, it's not uncommon that they would completely abdicate any responsibility for something that they really ought to be keeping an eye on. I think that Hunter Biden broke those laptops while he was on a bender. He went and dropped them off and then he literally lost three, maybe four months of his life just getting high and smoking crack in hotel rooms with Russian prostitutes. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I know I know people that here uh, are a lot of people here are not familiar with what crack cocaine can do to you. But just take a look at Los Angeles in the 1980s when crack came on the scene. It essentially just decimated the local populations almost immediately. Good people who had no idea what this stuff was going to do to them, immediately just dropped everything, stopped caring for their kids, stopped eating, stopped taking care of their homes. The only thing they cared about was smoking crack. And that's the only thing Hunter cared about. The difference between inner city crack users and Hunter Biden is that Hunter Biden had a Secret Service escort. Hunter Biden had unlimited money at his disposal. Hunter Biden had a network of hotels and, and dope houses that he could go to, and he was protected by the Secret Service. They facilitated his drug use, you guys. So because of that, it is very possible when you think about what crack cocaine does to you that Hunter Biden just lost time, okay? He didn't care about anything else because he had a, a wad full of $100 bills. All he had to do was send emails, jump on a flight, uh, have the Secret Service shuttle him from the hotel with the call girls over to a business meeting, 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, rock, jump into the bathroom, smoke another rock, come back out, do your thing. I don't think that he had the ability to really keep track of much of anything at all. Uh, so here, I'm going to let Ted Cruz sum this up for you. Uh, but uh, but he makes a compelling case for why the FBI needs to get in there. And uh, I just certainly hope that, Ted, you're going to follow through on, on this stuff. Make the FBI do what they are supposed to be doing. 
It was clearly a cover-up. They, they claim they discovered this on November 2nd. That was a week before the election. And the Biden White House covered it up. The Department of Justice covered it up. The FBI covered it up. When it comes to Donald Trump, they leak like a sieve. They, they, they tell you everything they're doing. And yet, miraculously, they managed to keep this the most hidden state secret. I think it was right next to the nuclear codes, not to let anyone know that apparently Joe Biden leaves classified documents you know, practically in the glove compartment of his Corvette, just about everywhere he seems to go. I think, secondly, it's just a mess. It is a mess. It is incompetent. It is corrupt. That is an enormous political problem for the Biden White House. It's a political problem for the Biden DOJ, which I think wants to indict President Trump. And they now have an obvious double standard that is jumping off the page. But the next steps... There are two big next steps. Number one, we need to finish examining what other classified documents Joe Biden has failed to keep secure. That means that the FBI needs to search. There are over 1,850 boxes of documents from Biden's tenure in the Senate that are at the University of Delaware. I do a podcast three times a week. My last podcast on Verdict with Ted Cruz does a deep dive into this this issue, walking through the legal issues, the vulnerabilities. I believe the FBI should search all of those 1,850 boxes of documents to determine if there are classified materials there. But additionally, I believe the FBI needs to search the residences of Hunter Biden and any business offices of Hunter Biden to determine if there are classified materials there. Because if these classified materials in particular implicate Burisma, Ukraine, Communist China, payments going to Hunter Biden or Joe Biden's brother of the Biden family, then this shifts from a political problem to a very serious problem of criminal liability and and major crimes. And so the FBI needs to search the University of Delaware archives, and they need to search Hunter Biden's home and business address. Um, So that's the truth. All right. Now, the question is, will they actually go through with it? Uh, I have to be honest. I am not holding on to a ton of hope as long as we have the Biden regime uh, seemingly in control of the United States of America. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to allow myself to lose hope or to stop putting pressure on people that can actually do something about it. Uh, Now, that specific meeting that we were discussing, this conference call uh, that uh, Joe Biden had apparently leaked the information. He took a call with Blue Star Strategies, which then took the information, passed it on to Hunter Biden, passed it on to their uh, contacts at Burisma. This was actually reported on back in October of 2020. At that time, the Gateway Pundit reported on this conference call of Obama's addressing U.S. policy with Ukraine, and it was leaked to Burisma. So these two situations, although we don't have 100% confirmation, uh, they appear to be the exact same scenario. So the reveal this morning that Blue Star leaking to Burisma, which of course went straight back to Ukraine, uh, it backs up the reporting of this situation back in December of 2007, excuse me, December of 2015, when Joe Biden was ready to go to Ukraine and he got Victor Shokin fired. He got the case against his son dropped because he uh, uh, insinuated that he was going to withhold that billion dollars. Now, Joe Biden had a history of leaking information in the past. 
Uh, I've spoken about this on the channel in in the past as well. Joe Biden has been pictured with classified documents. Uh, There have been reporters who went to his office. He had classified documents on his desk. Uh, So it's really not a a, a big surprise to me that Joe Biden would be the one leaking this information. Uh, I think at the end of the day, Joe has always believed himself to be above the law. And during the entirety of his career in Washington, D.C., he has done exactly that. He has flouted the law. He has broken the law. Uh, He has dared people to come after him. He's almost like a crime boss at the end of the day. He, He is the perfect example of a corrupt Washington bureaucrat who has no regard for the law or for the people that he's supposed to be representing. He does whatever he wants because whatever he wants is what's going to enrich him and enrich his criminal actors and his family. Now, there is a special counsel. That special counsel is supposed to be looking into what Joe Biden did with those classified documents. And uh, I saw somebody mentioning Kyle Just Human earlier. If you follow Just Human uh, and uh, even John Patel Patriot, you know, we've talked about this in the past. The likelihood that this entire document scandal was brought on by this the uh, prosecutor that was looking in to uh, Hunter Biden prior to all of this stuff going down, uh, which then forced the hand of the DOJ and they had to bring in this special counsel. And the special counsel is somebody that was uh, actually nominated under President Trump. So Joe Biden was asked if he's going to be providing testimony to the special counsel, Robert Hur. Uh, he claims not to know anything about the special counsel. There is a possibility that he hasn't been called in yet. Or it's likely that Joe Biden is just losing his mental faculties at a faster rate than we even thought. Let's go ahead and take a listen. And I'm going to have to go to Twitter to actually view the video. One other, if the, if the, if the uh, special counsel who's starting to take ask for your testimony, would you give testimony? Okay. The reason I think this is important is because this underscores the point that I just made. He doesn't even care about the special counsel. He he doesn't believe that the special counsel is any threat to him. Uh, and as a result, there is the possibility that it could hit him very, very hard, very, very fast. Robert Herr, uh, um, this is a public plea, uh, bring charges against Joe Biden and uh, Hunter Biden and the entire Biden crime family. Uh, if the investigation needs to take until 2024 so that Joe Biden's out of office and then you can go ahead and bring the charges, I'm fine with that. But in the meantime, People in Congress, uh, if it's found that Joe Biden has actually committed a number of crimes, and I think the evidence is there, uh, then they can impeach him. They can impeach him and they can remove him. And then we have the problem of Kamala Harris. And we've spoken about this on a number of occasions. I don't believe Kamala is legally able to be president of the United States. But for that same reason, she's not legally able to be vice president of the United States. So I think that they're showing us that they don't care. They're going to make Kamala Harris president one way or the other. Uh, if you just got here, thank you very much for hanging out with us. We've got 2,900 people here and 634 likes. So you'd go ahead and help the channel quite a bit if you would hit that like button. Now, I, I wanted to bring you this bit of new and incredible breaking information, guys. I, I got word about this as I was getting ready for this show uh, just a, an hour hour or two ago. Uh, we have spoken about this pro-life activist where the DOJ came down hard on him. They raided his home. They put guns in the faces of his children and of his wife. Uh, He had been charged with violations 
violations of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act, the FACE Act. Now, apparently, uh, he was protesting at a Planned Parenthood, and in the course of that protestation, uh, he ended up shoving uh, somebody who was there counter-protesting. So, uh, he testified at his trial on his own behalf, and uh, he testified that on October 13th, 2021, a now former Planned Parenthood uh, uh, health escort named uh, Elizabeth Blackwell uh, had uh, chased Hauk about 100 feet down the sidewalk across the street to stop him from counseling two people who had left the Planned Parenthood location. Somebody went inside Planned Parenthood, decided not to get an abortion or uh, or just left the uh, the Planned Parenthood. And then he tried to talk to them about, you know, what an abortion really is. This is the murder of a baby. Uh, they don't want you to know that when that sperm enters the egg and the spark of life begins, that cluster of cells becomes more than just a cluster of cells. You've got the zygote and you've got the egg. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, you've got the sperm and the egg and it becomes a zygote and then it, it, it grows into a baby. All right. They want to keep it clinical. They want to keep it uh, mysterious. They don't want you to know that the baby develops, you know, fingers and hands and a face and a brain, the whole thing. They they want you to believe that it's not a baby so that you'll be okay killing it. Because when you kill a baby, Planned Parenthood gets to take that baby's corpse and they get to do a lot of things with it. They get to sell it to medical research. They get to sell it to pharmaceutical companies. They get to sell it to cosmetics companies. And if they can take that whole baby out, if they can do it with the, the least damage possible, then they can get even more money for it. But this man, Mr. Hauk, was facing 10 years in prison because in that incident, uh, she went and ran after him. And in, in some fashion, he ended up shoving her, probably because she was assaulting him. Um, she was harassing him, basically, and he didn't want her to, to, to harass him anymore. Um, but uh, she, he pushed her away at the end of the day, pushed her away. And as a result of that, he had his house raided. He had his kids threatened. He had the federal government coming after him. He had to spend a ton of money on this. And uh, Tucker Carlson has been pretty much the only mainstream uh, reporter that I've heard actually uh, uh, come out and speak about this. But anyways, the jury found him not guilty. Uh, he is not going to go to prison uh, now that he has been found innocent and he's not going to be uh, sent off to prison. The government can't go after him again. Does that mean they're going to leave him alone? Probably not. I'm sure that they will look for other reasons to go after him. If he ends up protesting at another Planned Parenthood, they're probably going to have their eyes on him like a hawk. Uh, but in this case, he is going to be fine. <clears throat> Crazy lady. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Okay, let's see. Uh, I just thought I would look and um, see what people were there. There's people who are commenting on the Rumble stream, but not in the chat. So if you're watching, uh, make sure that you have your your app up to date or that, or that you go to your browser, your mobile browser, because then you can actually use the chat function and then you can... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
radioactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Hang out and talk to everybody else that's hanging out here with us. All right, so let me take a look here at the uh, the Foxhole chat. There was a bunch of thank yous I wanted to get to. Thank you to PQuest for that cookie. I appreciate that. Also, Boise Blanc 89 uh, also said, I like that you follow 4112 Productions. Oh, 4112 was on just before me. Cool beans. Uh, let's see. Luann V says, uh, hi, Zach. It's great to see you live. Good to see you, too, Luann. Uh, Kim Iowa dropped a cookie. Space Cookie dropped a cookie. Just Duckies dropped a cookie. Boise Blanc dropped a cookie. Callie RN, who is a member of the channel, thank you very much, said, I like this new format for news. Keep up the great work. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. Boise Blanc, thank you for the cookie. And Just Duckies says, to those who struggle to remain in a positive mindset nowadays, please take five minutes to look for one good thing a day. Yes, I want you all to please take that as a piece of advice. Uh, there is so much evil, there is so much anger, there is so much hatred out there in the world, but I don't believe that that anger and evil and hatred outclipses the, the wonderful, beautiful things that God has given us and that we have in our own lives every single day. 
uh, it would behoove you and it would help your mental uh, uh, status if you were to sit down and just try to think of something good in your life. Look around and just find something beautiful. Look around and think about how many miracles you have around you all the time. And remember that those are gifts from God. Everything that we go through, even the hard stuff, is a gift from God because it strengthens us and it helps us come out on the other side and be bigger, better people at the end of the day. We are, we have the moral high ground, okay? That's all I'm going to say. We have the moral high ground and we got to remember that. Latch on to it. All right, do you guys remember, do you remember when Bob Woodward released the tapes of his interviews with President Trump? President Trump was not happy about that, and now he is suing Bob Woodward for $49 million for releasing those interviews. This was uh, back between 2019 and 2020. Um, Now, I guess Lindsey Graham set up this meeting between Trump and Bob, and uh, I, I think that President Trump probably had some idea that by having this conversation with Bob Woodward, uh, it was going to be used against him in a way, and certainly it was. Bob Woodward's book was not complimentary of President Trump, and he released these, quote, Trump tapes as an audiobook with about eight hours of interviews that he did with President Trump. Now, Bob Woodward was famously uh, part of the the uh, um, the release of the Watergate tapes story, uh, and he has been a known FBI asset since the 1970s. So I'd say that Bob Woodward's actions to release these, quote, Trump tapes uh, probably were part of his deep state handlers telling him what to do. Uh, maybe at this point, the deep state doesn't even have to tell Bob what to do. He knows what to do. But I tend to think that there is a top-down approach here. Uh, and uh, President Trump never agreed for these tapes to be made public. So Bob Woodward, as a, quote, journalist, uh, showed that he has absolutely zero integrity. Anytime I get on a call with somebody, you guys, I always let people know that the information that we are exchanging is absolutely 100% confidential and that I will only divulge any of that information with the express permission of the person that I'm talking to. Someone who records conversations, whether it's legal or not, I have absolutely no respect for. Uh, It's unnecessary, and I think that it means that you started the conversation on a bad intention. There should be no need to record that conversation surreptitiously and then release it later, unless you're just somebody who's trying to destroy someone. Because how many times have you had a conversation with somebody where you thought it was never going to be made public? Uh, and maybe you said something off the cuff, or maybe you, you just you spoke in a manner that like, you know, wasn't necessarily becoming of who you actually are, you know? I'm very careful with the way that I speak and with the things that I say, because I know that there are people out there who are not as honest as I am. And as a result of it, you know, I mean, I I have just I've become my most authentic self. Uh, I strive to be a uh, moral and ethical person. And it's not because I have to try. It's because it's who I am. It's just my personality. So President Trump is now suing Bob Woodward for essentially being a no-talent, ethicless hack 
because he released these recordings and the lawsuit was filed just earlier today against Woodward and Simon and Schuster. Simon and Schuster is the publishing uh, parent company of Paramount Global. And Trump said that he never gave Bob Woodward the consent to record those conversations. He said that it was only supposed to be used for the book. So Bob was going to have the tapes. He would then transcribe them and then he would write about that stuff. Uh, that did not extend to being published in the form of an audiobook. Uh, Trump's lawyers say this case centers on Mr. Woodward's systematic usurpation, manipulation, and exploitation of audio of President Trump. And it alleges violations of President Trump's copyright interest because it accuses Woodward and the publisher of unjustly profiting from these tapes. Trump is seeking $49 million in damages. This is a figure that his lawyers calculated, assuming Bob Woodward would say, sell 2 million copies of the audiobook at a download price of $24.99. I'll be very interested to see exactly how many audiobooks Bob Woodward is able to sell. I think that a lot of people are going to be paying attention, not the least of which are President Trump's lawyers. So, these audio tapes make up about 19 interviews that President Trump either did in uh, person or on the phone uh, between December 2019 and August of 2020. Can you imagine having that kind of access to President Trump and just, you know, being a total jerk about this release? You'll never get access to President Trump ever again. And Bob Woodward was a known enemy to President Trump. But President Trump, he always gives people the opportunity to destroy themselves. You guys, you have to recognize that. President Trump is not stupid. I think he knew that if he was to go on record in this way with Bob Woodward, Bob Woodward would put himself in a position to find himself at the other end of a lawsuit. So now that these tapes are out, the lawsuit is going to go ahead and proceed. And uh, I think President Trump has a compelling case. Uh, he said, uh, President Trump said, I have built a weapons. Oh, this is actually from from the tapes themselves. Uh, CNN, uh, they, they went crazy about this stuff because uh, they claim that Trump gave Bob Woodward classified information. Um, now, none of this information was ever verified. This is just President Trump talking uh, off the cuff. But he said, I have built a weapon system that nobody has ever had in this country before. We have stuff that you haven't even seen or heard about. Well, no shit. Pardon my French, but of course. How many times have we talked about this on the show, you guys? If we've got something that the public knows about, you go 30 years in the future, and that's what the military or our government is using at that time. Of course, there are weapon systems and probably craft and vehicles and things that, that we've never even conceptualized. The government has this stuff. It's there, and anybody with half a brain already knows it. Now, President Trump didn't say, hey, we've got the X-17Z uh, that we haven't told anybody about, and here's some pictures, Bob. Why don't you go ahead and take a snap with your iPhone? Uh, he didn't do anything like that. All he said was, I, have a, I built a system nobody knows about. You've never seen it. You've never heard of it in your life. We have stuff that Putin and Xi have never heard about before. Getting along with Russia is a good thing. It's not a bad thing, all right? Especially because they have 100 excuse me, 1,332 nuclear fucking warheads. I love it when I hear President Trump speak like that because you know that he's serious. He's absolutely right, okay? And this is something that the people in the deep state and the, the, the left-wing media that's controlled by them, they never take into account. Why would we want to be at war with Russia? Well, that's great. That's a good idea if you want to destabilize the country. That's a good idea if you want to destroy the world. But for the average everyday people, no, we don't want to be at war with 
with Russia. We, we, we don't want to be worried about nukes in schools again. You guys, anybody who's here that's old enough to remember what it was like growing up in the Cold War, you know, I, I remember being taught duck and cover, going under my desk and putting a book over my head. And the only thing I could think of was, uh, what good is this going to do us if a nuke goes off over us? I mean, we're going to be gone, all right? We're going to be a, a shadow burned into the linoleum here. Nobody's going to survive this. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. You know, but there is a psychological component to it because people were worried about they getting nuked, the possibility of getting nuked. How many times did you turn on the uh, uh, the news to see uh, discussions about new ICBMs and, and uh, showing where Russia would actually shoot nuclear weapons? You know, I was like, God, calculating how far are we away from New York? You know, what are the chances that it's going to come hit Michigan? You know, yeah. Elaine Watkins says, I remember hiding under my desk, too. Yeah. You know, uh, it seemed silly to me, but I understood how scary it was for people. It was scary for me. I thought there was a real possibility we might be getting into a nuclear war with Russia uh, because we use nukes in the past. Let's be honest. We're the only nation that's ever done it. We're the only nation that ever dropped a bomb on another country. That's the United States. And uh, what to make that even worse, we did not need to bomb Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Like, the war was over. We did it as, like, a final middle finger to them. All right, so I hope that President Trump sues the the crap out of Bob Woodward. All right, so I have two stories coming up next, uh, which are part of the Who Would Have Thought segment of the show. If only we had some warning. If only we had a way to see this as a possibility before we decided to make these decisions as a nation. First of all, a trans activist has been accused of rape after they were moved to a women's prison. So let's just put it into context. This is a a guy who identifies as a woman is a trans activist, okay, so probably very loud on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff, probably uh, running campaigns to get advertisers taken away from creators, probably trying to get people canceled, and uh, they committed some crime. Uh, they uh, they were incarcerated at a California prison, and, uh, and it was a women's prison because they identify as a woman, and this person, this guy, raped a fellow female prisoner. Uh, the there is a witness to this. Uh, their person's name is uh, Mimi Lee. Uh, she saw the victim being taken to a medical administrative building in the facility by staff after other female inmates reported that she had been raped by this guy. Uh, and the identity of the person who did the rape is Sia Skylit as the perpetrator. Hold on. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Who 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 is this person? Because I never heard of him. I'm, I don't. Oh, oh, look. Demand freedom for Sia Skylit. It's just a dude. Just looks like a dude. Okay. Well, no, he's got a bun there. So, okay. Let me see if we've got any actual pictures. No, they probably erased all of the pictures very very quickly. Uh, because they don't want anybody to actually see that this is like a dude's dude. Trans women are still in car. Oh, look at this. They they're talking about it on CNN. Is that it? Is this Sakia Skylit? Jasmine Rose is a woman, but for much of the last 23 years, she was incarcerated in a men's facility 
And she said that she was subjected to rape, sexual assault and abuse just because she is transgender. The the argument to be made here is that if we're going to have a significant portion of the population that are born one biological sex and then convert to another biological sex at some point, they should probably be put in their own separate units within the prison, don't you think? Because obviously, if a trans woman is put in a men's prison, all of those like all those bum boys there at the prison, they're going to be going after this this guy and you know making him their, their girlfriend. And then obviously, from the story that I just showed you, when you have a, a trans woman that's put into a women's prison, they're the ones who do the raping. They're the ones who are now victimizing people. So on May 19th, we had this female inmate that was taken to the uh, the health area, uh, barely conscious. And less than one hour later, uh, they took her out of her cell on a stretcher. They, they were unresponsive. So it sounds like she was probably beaten, too. Uh, and it was all Jonathan Robertson, also known as Sia Skylet. Let me see if I can find anything on Jonathan Robertson. I mean, it's just something that I think anybody would have been able to have predicted. Trans woman seeks release from CDCR custody after it all. Look at the irony of this. This person wanted to be transferred out because they were raped, apparently. They were the the victim of brutal, senseless violence. Uh, they've been incarcerated since 2015 at an all-male facility uh, and uh, numerous attacks at the all-male facility, trans misogynist violence. <laughs> Skylet said, I'm not going to make it out of this prison alive if I'm left here any longer. Since 2018, while in custody at Kern Valley State Prison, activists and lawyers say Skylet has been subjected to severe and persistent physical, sexual, and psychological abuse. Isn't that just what happens in prison? I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost certain that even if you're a guy in prison, like, there's a distinct possibility that you might get raped by other guys. Uh, that's just something that happens, unfortunately. And, and that's been going on for a long time. And like, they never make a big deal out of it. I've heard horror stories. I have seen people talking about this, you know, uh, getting singled out by some dude that's bigger than them. And they have to like defend themselves. You know, you might have to commit murder so you don't get raped in prison. That's just the way it is. So why does this dude get special privileges? What's he in jail for? I don't know. I can't even find anything about why he was in jail. Here's another one. Here's another one that I think you guys are probably already going to have uh, uh, figured out before we even get into it. We have a DACA recipient, an illegal alien. They were freed from jail by a sanctuary county, one of those counties that said they won't participate with ICE and ICE can't come in and pick people up because they're illegal. Well, he just got sentenced to life in prison for a triple murder. He was a DACA recipient and he was freed by the sanctuary county. Uh, and now he's been sentenced to life in prison. He killed three American citizens. His name is Louis Perez or Louis Perez. He's 27 years old. He's from Mexico. He was sentenced this month to five consecutive life sentences after he was found guilty of murdering 38-year-old Stephen Marler. I think it's important we say their names. 23-year-old Josh Hampton. 
and a woman accused of being an accomplice to Marler and Hampton's murders. So he killed these two men with a woman, used her for help, and then murdered her to keep her silent. That's right. You know, uh, two of you can keep a secret if one of you is dead. I think that he took that one a little bit more literally than most people. Um But he has been receiving DACA status uh, since about 2012. And in late 2017, he was arrested and charged with domestic violence in Middlesex County, New Jersey. Now, ICE had actually asked for custody of Perez. But because they're a sanctuary county, he was released back into the community. Tell that to the families. Tell that to the families of Josh Hampton and Stephen Marler. This guy right here, this illegal alien, he didn't need to kill these men. Here are these men right there. I think that this is Stephen right here, and then this is Josh up on top. These guys didn't need to die. They never should have been murdered. But it could have been stopped if these ridiculous, completely nonsensical policies hadn't been put in place. A sanctuary county, F that. All right. If you're an illegal alien, you need to get the heck out. People should be allowed. ICE should be allowed rather to come in and arrest these people. So in November of 2018, Perez showed up at these guys house. Marler and Hampton lived together. Uh, He had apparently lived there at one time in the past. He shot them both. Then he drove a getaway car. uh, And uh, I'm sorry, he got into the getaway car with Sabrina Starr, who Hampton had been dating. Uh, That's interesting. I wonder what else was going on here, if there was drugs or something like that. So, driving a getaway car, police allege, was 21-year-old Sabrina Starr, whom Hampton had been dating. And then days later, he shot and killed her. They don't actually show her because she was an accomplice to the murders, apparently. So, uh, yeah, this is just a, a tragic tale, you know? I mean, but again, it's something that we could have avoided. We could have seen this coming. You put trans people into a male or a female prison, there's going to be rapes that are occurring. You take a violent, illegal, alien criminal and you put them back out into the public, into the community, they're probably going to do something terrible and they're going to behave in the exact same way they did before. All right. I've got a couple of stories for you about the COVID-19 vaccines that uh, I think are very important. I don't know about you guys. Uh, oh, hey, uh, Zach, Michael Blaine here in New York. At least it used to be. Victim-prone convicts are housed separately. The more famous ones, such as Tupac and ODB, were in such a program. Protect- protective custody is often. That's because they were famous people, though, Michael. What about this? Uh, what about this? Uh, th- this? Uh, uh, this booty boy? They just put him in Gen Pop. It sounds like. And they certainly just put him in Gen Pop with the ladies, too. Uh, you know, so my my real question here is not just in, in general about um, perhaps famous people or, or people who might be at greater risk of getting, you know, victimized, but trans prisoners. I, I think that this is this, the same answer that we have about um, trans people using bathrooms and doing really inappropriate things in there. You know, men identifying as women should not be able to go into the little girl's restroom and victimize children, okay? Uh, the, the kids in Loudoun County, Virginia, that were raped as a result of this trans student coming in and using the girl's bathroom. Never should have happened. If you're going to have a pop a population of people who don't identify strictly, or, or you can't actually 
verify that they're a man or a woman, then you you should have a specific restroom for people who are in transition, transitioning people. How much money is it going to cost to just throw in an extra bathroom everywhere? And if you have them uh, in prison, make a wing. Uh, you know, there can't be that many of them, honestly, but there should be enough that, uh, well, obviously there's enough that people are getting raped. Separate them. Separate them from the population. Uh, I, 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 a hypnotist says, I've seen transsexuals kick gang members' asses, and it's wonderful to see. Actually, pretty damn funny. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, uh, solution. Stop the BS. Yes. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, this should not be a problem. And the reason it's a problem is because of the indoctrination of the left, the indoctrination of the deep state. They are taking these kids when they're very young on places like TikTok, uh, on places like popular media, and they're making them believe that this is who they are and this is what they want to be. This is a, a larger problem than just the need to create a third bathroom or a, a third wing of a prison cell. But the attitude towards vaccines, the COVID-19 vaccine specifically, uh, it's changing. And I think that the the report that was done by Project Veritas uh, really goes to show you that. Now, I mentioned earlier that Google is shutting this down. YouTube is shutting this down. What's interesting is that China is actually now talking about it. The Global Times, which is a Chinese state-affiliated news outlet, they wrote an article about the Project Veritas story. They asked the question, why are U.S. media outlets and politicians ignoring the claims that Project Veritas got on the... There is no way for them to discuss it without being honest about what was on that tape. And what is on that tape is the admission of a Project Veritas thing, Pfizer employee admitting that they're doing mutating of these COVID vaccine or these COVID variants uh, and they're doing directed evolution. So, you know, it's interesting because it gets China and the Wuhan Institute of Laboratory off the hook. Um, but it's significant because they are a state-run media organization. So they they will report on things that are detrimental to American society or that might destabilize us in a certain way. Uh, but uh, certainly, you know you're in a bad spot when China and their state-run media are reporting on a story that the U.S. media refuses to discuss. So in South Africa, uh, there has now been a court action launched by three nonprofit companies in regards to the COVID-19 vaccines. We have more and more people that are coming out as skeptical about the efficacy of these vaccines, and we've got rights groups in Africa that are now demanding that the governments of these African nations stop their COVID-19 vaccination programs because of the devastating side effects, because there are so many recorded side effects. We've talked about this before. It's about one in 800 people that get the jab that have a devastating side effect. It could be a lot more. That's based upon the reported data. And we know that VAERS is maybe 1% of the data. Think about how many people have died and perhaps the doctor, you know, didn't want to admit that they had just given them a vaccine. Perhaps the doctor did not want to have that death on their record. Uh, American Halfbreed said, Erica Freedom here. Love the format. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Erica. You guys, you really should be subscribing to Erica Freedom. Erica Freedom is a great channel. She is an awesome creator. I'm hoping that we can get her over onto Foxhole sometime in the very near future. But Erica, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. It means a lot. 
Um, so continuing on, the COVID-19 vaccines, when they were introduced into South Africa in 2021, they had a goal of vaccinating 67% of the population, about 40 million people. Uh, now, as of January 2023, this is over two years later and well past the deadline they wanted to hit, only 35% have been fully vaccinated. That is representative of about 21 million people. Who knows how many have died as a result of the jabs in the meantime? So you have these three groups, COVID Care Alliance, Transformative Health Justice, and Free the Children, Save the Nation. They have all filed uh, a, a court action in Pretoria, South Africa, arguing that the government must immediately stop administering these dangerous vaccines because of the mounting evidence that says that indisputably people are dying, people are developing just lifelong devastating side effects. And they accuse the government in these court documents of disregarding all of the evidence that's come, uh, disregarding all of the stories about these people. Remember uh, Jennifer Sharp when she was on the show, they're being told that these experiences are anecdotal. And the only thing that's anecdotal about it is because they're not being taken seriously. So nobody's writing it down. Nobody is cataloging all of these horrible things that are happening to people. They're probably doing that, but they're not doing it in a way that you can actually review it publicly because they can't admit that these vaccines are dangerous. They have so much cash wrapped up in it. If Pfizer today stopped all of their COVID-19 programs, they would probably go out of business. They wouldn't be able to self-sustain. I don't think they have any other drugs in the pipeline. I haven't heard anything about uh, trying to cure anything else. I don't think that they have any real worth for the American people. The only thing they do is produce a dangerous drug that is unnecessary, made of an experimental process that will probably make you sicker or kill you than anything else out there. If you want to commit suicide... Go get a COVID-19 vaccine and then go back and get a booster and then go back and get another booster. That's probably the easiest way that you can ensure that you die a, a, a very quick and horrible death. But this is great news to me because it shows that people are waking up. Now, also, I saw a story earlier today uh, that in uh, the UK, we have people at the BBC. They are protesting the BBC's own vax mandate. And we also have a, a new story about an MIT professor. Uh, he is a renowned, okay, he's very well respected. Uh, he is a drug safety analytics specialist, and he is calling for the immediate suspension of these COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. He is not the only one. This is a growing number of people that are coming forward and uh, are, are all saying the exact same thing. These vaccines are dangerous, okay? These jabs don't work. There is no reason for us to take them, and the only thing that makes sense is that they will harm you. If you take them, they will harm you. His name is Professor Levi. He is a faculty member at MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. He's been there since 2006. This is one of the top private universities in the United States, it is ranked number one in QS World University rankings for 2023. I don't know what that is, but they're number one. They're saying this is the best college you can go to. He says, for his part, I have more than 30 years of experience as a practitioner and an academic in using data and analytics to assess and manage risks, particularly in the context of health systems, health policies, as well as the management of safety and quality manufacturing of biologic drugs. He says that neither governments nor big pharmaceutical companies 
have been able to deliver on the claims that they make about the efficacy of this vaccine. They say that it's going to work this percentage of the time, and it actually works this percentage of the time. More often than not, it doesn't work at all. It can be recalled that Pfizer's president of international developed markets, Janine Small, admitted in testimony, I believe it was to the EU, that the vaccine had never been tested on its ability to prevent transmission. That is absolutely different from everything they told us from the established narrative that the left, that the media, that Joe Biden and the the administration all told us. They said, you get the vaccine, it will stop transmission. That, my friends, was a lie. And as a result of that, many people took it, many people got sick, many people died. Now, Levi revealed his stance on the vaccines in a video that uh, I think he might have put out like on YouTube or something like that. But he said, I'm filming this video to share my strong conviction that at this point in time, all COVID mRNA vaccination programs should stop immediately. If there's anybody with credentials that you could take their word on it, it's this guy right here. They should stop because they completely failed to fulfill any of their advertised promise regarding efficacy. And more importantly, they should stop because of the mounting and indisputable evidence that they cause unprecedented level of harm, including the death of young people and children. I believe that the cumulative evidence is conclusive and confirms our concern that the mRNA vaccines indeed cause sudden cardiac arrest as a sequel of vaccine-induced myocarditis. And this is potentially only one mechanism by which they cause harm. And he goes on and on. I'm I'm, I'm very, very uh, heartened by the fact that he's coming out and saying this. I think it's vitally important. And uh, we need more people speaking out. I know it's it, it's been a long time coming, guys. Uh, you know, I, I remember when these vaccines rolled out and they told us that they were going to be safe. And, you know, from the beginning, I was like, absolutely not. I'm not I'm not getting anything in me. Nobody's going to stick me with a needle. I don't need this. Uh, and uh, and it's been tough for a lot of people watching people die, watching your loved ones die, watching people get sick, uh, you know, going and just like being around people that have been vaccinated and then you get sick. Somebody sent me a letter. I just got it in the mail today. Uh, she said that she went to a Domino's pizza where everybody was vaxxed there. She got sick like immediately. Uh, Lisa just got back from uh, the funeral and uh, all the people that she was interacting with are vaxxed. She got sick. There is all of these things happening. It's a dangerous, dangerous game, and I don't want to play it anymore. And the American people shouldn't have to play it. And uh, Pfizer should be held accountable for the death and destruction that they have caused so far. This is interesting. Bill Gates is still talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, I'm sure you all remember that video where he did not want to answer the questions and uh, he said something about how Jeffrey was was dead. Uh, Let's take a listen to this. Now, one of the issues that's dogged you is is that of your relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Do you regret the relationship that you maintained with him against Melinda's advice and wishes? Oh, I've said that I'm, I mean, this is, you're going way back in mm-hmm. time. But yeah, I, New audience. I will say for the, you know, over 100th time, yeah, I shouldn't have had uh, dinners with him. Um, Epstein had a way of sexually compromising people. Is that what Melinda was warning you about? No. I mean, it, it's no, I, I had dinner with him uh, and that's all. <laughs> and that you regret the relationship, the acquaintance that I had dinner with him yeah. and, and the relationship between the foundation and Epstein, which there was... never was any relationship of any kind. Lies, um, lies. 
Lies. He's a liar. He's such a liar. Oh, he always tries to 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 narrow it down. I re- I regret having dinner with him. You did a lot more than have dinner with Jeffrey Epstein, and you might have had something to do with his death. Allegedly. I don't know. I, I wasn't there. I don't know anything about it. All I know is that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, and that one of the people who benefited from his death happened to be you, Bill Gates, one of the richest people on the face of the earth. You had more to lose than anybody else. Je- I love that she directly asked him about Jeffrey Epstein sexually compromising the people that he hung around with, because Bill Gates went to the island. He didn't just fly on Lolita Express. He went to the island on a number of different occasions. Okay? He this is why Melinda Gates left Bill Gates. She left him because she found out about his secret friendship with a pedophile, a convicted child diddler, somebody who was running a sex trafficking ring with children, serving up kids to the rich and famous of the world. Bill Gates probably has some video footage of him somewhere in all of those tapes, all of those DVDs that the FBI is in possession of. I'm making a, a plea to the good men and women that I know must undoubtedly still work at the FBI. There's gotta be, there's gotta be somebody out there who works at the FBI who would be willing to do the right thing. We need to get this information out to the public. Jeffrey Epstein's dead. Ghislaine Maxwell has already been convicted of the crimes she committed with Jeffrey Epstein. The only thing we need now is for the evidence to be revealed of the people that were his co-conspirators. And if the DOJ is not going to do it, somebody at the FBI could very easily leak that information. All right. And once it gets out there, there's no stopping it. We already know that Bill Gates does not want to talk about his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. It wasn't just dinners. It wasn't just dinners. Your wife didn't leave you over dinners. You knew that Jeffrey Epstein was a convicted pedophile, and you still hung out with him. You still did business with him. You, you sent emails talking about his. Uh, <laughs> you sent emails talking about his strange lifestyle. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. L- let's see. Let's see somebody out there. Pring, please. <laughs> Elaine Watkins says, Zach, you cracked me up. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Oh, Melinda Gates. I mean, I don't, I don't know why he was married to Melinda Gates. All right. We, we got to talk about the Tyree Nichols death. Um, You know, anytime you have a black man that is dead at the hands of the police, People are immediately going to go to racism. They're immediately going to go to white supremacy. Um, but this is a unique case. You know, uh, this was five and now six officers that have been fired uh, after the, the the beating death of this young man. Uh, but it was five black police officers that beat him. Now, there is a new wrinkle here of people. You know, once they learned that they were black, they're like, OK, well, the problem is police. Problem is police. Well, <clears throat> it turns out that there is a credible rumor, and I actually shared this on Twitter. Let me go to this so I can actually read it. There's a credible rumor that the um, officers who actually did the murdering of Tyree uh, were, in fact, vice lords. They were members of the vice lord gang. Uh, let me tell Oh, hey, I'm the right angle. Good to see you out there. What's going on? Uh, so... 
Lauren Witzke put this out. Lauren Witzke, uh, she ran for Senate. Uh, she was a producer on Died Suddenly's. I, I think maybe she might work for Stu Peters, if I'm not mistaken. But that's neither here nor there. But they got a tip that three of those five officers in the beating of Tyree Nichols were members of the Vice Lord gangs. And that the reason they did the beating was because they were ordered to by their gangster, I guess, leadership or whatever. Um and uh, they actually have uh, recordings as proof of them carrying out the beating. So it sounds like there's audio evidence that these guys were ordered by the vice lords to do this. So if they if 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 Tyree Nichols was murdered as a result of an order by a gang affiliated leadership council, I don't know how it works in there. Um then the fact that they were police officers only gave them access to Tyree Nichols. This is like that film The Departed where you had uh, uh, Matt Damon, he was raised by Jack Nicholson, the gangster. They they inserted him into the police academy when he was uh, uh, very young, or maybe he went. He became FBI, I think it was. Th- they they put him into a position to infiltrate law enforcement so that they could have a man on the inside. Don't you think that you know sophisticated street gangs would be okay doing the exact same thing? The reason that it happened here, the reason that it was possible uh, is because they lowered the hiring standards, probably as a result of the defund the police movement. So all of the cops have been involved with MP, the Memphis MPD for two to five years, which coincides with the exodus of white cops and the city's stated push to hire majority exclusively black police officers. So the city got rid of their white cops, defund the police. They hired black cops, brought them in. Uh, and the way that they were able to fill all of those spots is because they had to lower the standards for police officers. So that means people with felonies. That means people with known gang affiliations. Uh, now, she says, an update, there is a bonding company in Chattanooga that many believe is financially backed by the vice lords. Huge bonds are being made by this one company for this certain gang, and they all have members working as jail officers as well. It seems that they have people everywhere. This is not an insane or uh, complicated conspiracy theory. The mayor of Memphis reduced the qualifications to become an officer for the PD. The academy was directly told not to fail anyone out due to their desperate need for officers. They literally let everyone in. Back in 2021, they were struggling to find officers, and they had to reduce their quote their, their standards in order to meet the desired quota of 2,500 officers. So if this is true, this is going to come out. It will definitely be revealed in the trial. But again, it seems to me like this is more related to their gang affiliation than it is to the fact that they were police officers. Yeah, it makes them dirty cops. Um, but the, 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 the real question is, you know, would they have killed him if it wasn't for the fact that they were gang members? It's like you got a Venn diagram. Gang members, police officers. They coincide right there in the middle. And only those ones that were gang members and officers are the ones who did the murdering. All right. So unfortunately, it was uh, it was a tragic death. Now, they were aggressive from the start. I, I first all I saw was just the beating footage. And all you see is him on the ground and they're just kicking the crap out of him. The poor guy. But from the body camera footage, you see that they they knew that he was in there. They were looking for him particularly. They ripped him out of the car. They were very aggressive from the start, uh, you know, and uh, and, and, I, and there is a, a, a there's a rule of thumb. OK, 
If you come into contact with a police officer, know your rights, first of all, understand your rights, but never, never resist in any fashion. You have the right to remain silent, okay? It is better to be put in handcuffs and taken to jail and then get out with no charges than it is to resist an officer and potentially end up dead like Tyree Nichols. Now, this sixth officer, Preston Hemphill, has also been let go as a result of it. Uh, and uh, it's not really clear like what his role in this was. Apparently, there was one officer who was on footage that was unidentified. They they couldn't tell uh, initially who he was, so that might be him. These are the five officers that have been charged with second-degree murder and kidnapping uh, in the death of Tyria Nichols. Uh, and then, of course, his mother, you know, I mean, this is the worst part. He, he had a family, all right? You know, the, the dude did not need to die at the hands of these people. His mom is not happy. She said, I hate it. That it was five black men that did this. You know, it would have been any better if it was five white guys that did it. I don't think so. You know, I mean, this goes to show that we have a problem in this nation that is over and above race. It's not always about race. The left and the deep state make it about race. They want us to believe that's it. But they are poisoning humanity at the soul of it. All right. I don't think it mattered that these guys were white or black because of who they were. If they were white guys who identified as vice lords and they were told to murder this guy, they still wouldn't have done it. And if it was five white officers, I think we would have had a we would have had a lot more problems. Third says no idea what Zach is talking about. How do you have did you just get here? Um I'm talking about the murder of Tyree Nichols and the fact that uh the officers who did the murdering were probably vice lords. So <clears throat> My point now is it would not have been any better if it was white guys. Uh, it probably would have been a lot worse. Uh, but, uh, you know, poor, poor this guy, poor Tyree Nichols. You know, I'm sorry for his family and uh, I'm sorry for anybody who ends up on the wrong end of a police interaction. But just don't resist. Uh, that's the best thing you can possibly do. All right. Uh, I've got a uh, couple of quick more stories, guys, and uh, then we're going to call it a night. Let me get another drink here. Uh, some election day footage from Maricopa County uh, from this past uh, this past midterm election was just released. And it goes to show you how insane it was uh, and just how bad the situation was. So take a look at this. This shows the ballots being rejected. Uh, Filter Dog One says reimagine. Oh, the reimagining of Memphis, uh, Tennessee. I, I've, I've seen this before and it's all about diversity, equity and inclusion. Violets 10 says get ivermectin as a preventative. Suggest an online doc, my free doctor or covid19 criticalcare.com. Definitely. Uh, yes, the woman who was in charge of the Memphis Police Department was fired from Atlanta for covering up sex crimes. This is a failure of leadership. It's not about, you know, the fact that they were cops. Take a look at this, though. This is from our boy CanCon. Good job getting this out on uh, Gateway Pundit.
Então... All of these people standing there have had their ballots rejected. Clockwork Orange is a great movie, but whoever said that the police, yeah, Mr. Anderson, yeah, it is getting a little bit closer to a Clockwork Orange reality. So it looks like these people have been waiting all day. I'm the Right Angle says, I'm warring with Gateway Pundit and Jules Jones for their hit piece on Garrett Ziegler. I didn't even know that they wrote a hit piece on Garrett Ziegler. That's crazy to me. I don't know why they would do that. Uh, Marco Polo, Garrett, and his organization, they have done phenomenal work. Uh, They have done so much to expose the crimes hidden within the Hunter Biden laptop. And uh, yeah, Uh, for me... Uh, I think we have a problem with personalities in the truth movement, which is too bad. I, I mean, pe- there are people who put out good information and there are people who put out bad information. I don't need to talk about the people that put out bad information. And we've got people who put out good information that attack each other. In, in, and it's counterproductive as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we need to stay away from stuff like that. The truth will set us free. Teak tie for you. Are you a fan of Teak Wood, Teak Time? I'm a fan of Teak Wood myself. Um, All right. So I thought this was a funny story because it's kind of like the popular conception flipped on its head. We have a male former Google executive uh, who is filing a lawsuit against the female on the right of the screen. He says he was fired by his high-ranking female boss after she groped him. So he's a former executive filing this lawsuit. His name is Ryan Olihan. He's 48. He says that he got fired after this woman on screen here, Tiffany Miller, she was director of Google's programmatic media, groped him at a Chelsea restaurant in December of 2019. Sounds like he was not amenable to the moves that she was putting on him. Uh, Olihan claims that Miller told him that She knew he liked Asian women and rubbed his abs while claiming that her marriage lacked spice. What a piece of work. Now, the New York Post has reported that this alleged hands-on encounter unfolded during a drunken company gathering at Fig and Olive on West 13th Street. This was shortly after Olahan was promoted to managing director of food, beverages, and restaurants and joined a new management team that included Miller and Google's Manhattan offices. Now, Olahan is a family man. He's a married father of seven. He said, I'm good, Tiffany. Get your hands off of me. And instead, Olahan reported the alleged incident to Google's human resources department in the following week, but he never heard back from them. He did the right thing. He went to the bosses at Google and he said, hey, my new boss just put her hands on me. The HR representative openly admitted that if the complaint was in reverse, If it was a female accusing a white male of harassment, the complaint would have escalated. Oh, Veruca. Veruca says, I love your show, Zach. You make this crazy world not so crazy when watching with your enthusiasm and grace. God bless, and I hope Lisa's doing okay from her recent loss. Prayers to you both. 2023 is fire. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. That means a lot to me, definitely. So he was retaliated against. I mean, this is against the law. And he's absolutely right. If it would have been 
him who was putting his hands on Tiffany, he would have not only been fired, he would have had his whole life ruined. He would have had his face plastered all over Twitter, would have been on the mainstream news, uh, probably would have been ruined. He never would have been able to get a job in tech ever again. Uh, now, he was actually retaliated against. Uh, he, it continued at a Google-hosted event in December of 2021, where Miller drunkenly admonished Olihan in front of his colleagues. The rancor was so bad that colleagues encouraged Miller to move to the other end of the table, according to the lawsuit. Later, she apologized. And although Google was aware that Miller's continued harassment of Olihan stemmed from his rejection of her sexual advances, it never took action. Never went after him. Also, Miller drunkenly berated Olihan at yet another company get-together at a karaoke bar in April of 2022. There, she mocked him upon arrival and reiterated that she knew he preferred Asian women over white women, knowing that his wife is Asian. And then very soon after, he was fired after 16 years at Google. 16 years. B-Tech Vendetta says, thank you, Zach. Red Pill News for covering the happenings tonight. Is this a new normal time to stream for you or just temporary? I'm going to try to do this every night at 6 p.m. that I can. Uh, and some nights it's just not going to be possible. Um, tomorrow I have Occam's Razor, so I may or may not be able to do it. There might not be enough news for me to do, but I'm going to say every Monday and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. I will be doing this in this format. I guarantee you, Mondays and Wednesdays at 6 p.m. I will be doing this. So mark your calendars and, and be here. Now, Google, even though they... They wrote it down, okay, they took note, uh, and then they did not follow up after all of these other incidents, and we also have uh, witnesses, people who were there at these events, who saw him getting berated by this woman whose advances he scorned. They're saying the lawsuit is a fictional account of events filled with numerous falsehoods that have been fabricated by a disgruntled ex-employee who was senior to Miss Miller at Google. Miss Miller never made any advance toward Mr. Olihan, which witnesses can readily collaborate. If those witnesses collaborate or corroborate, rather, uh, it's going to be because they're still employed at Google and they don't want to lose their jobs. All right. The last thing that I want to talk about tonight is the way that Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell got called out on CNN today, both by Dana Bash. Dana Bash called out Eric or Adam Schiff for being a liar, which we know him to be. Uh, let's go ahead and watch the clip. Oh, this is uh, McCarthy going off on them. Here, the, here we go. This is Democrat Adam Schiff doubling down on the Russia collusion scam that we know he lied about. You said that there was direct evidence of the fact that Donald Trump colluded with Russia back in 2016. Special counsel Robert Mueller said in his report, quote, the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government. Republicans argue that's proof that you used your position on the Intelligence Committee to intentionally mislead Americans, which is why you should not be on that committee. Yep. If you read the Mueller report, uh, he makes clear, uh, even in the first few pages of the report, that he states no conclusion on whether Donald Trump and his campaign colluded with the Russians. But what he does reveal in his report, what we found in our investigation, is that Donald Trump's campaign manager was sharing internal campaign polling data and their strategy for key battleground states with an agent of Russian intelligence, while that same unit of Russian intelligence was helping the Trump campaign. <clears throat> the lies. He's absolutely lying. 
He misled the American public. He said on numerous occasions he has 100% proof positive that Donald Trump was being run by the Russians. It didn't exist. He was trying to gaslight everybody, and he still can't admit that he was wrong. And then Dana Bash later on confronted Eric Swalwell about banging a Chinese spy, that honeypot Fang Fang, Eric Swalwell, the serial farter, the guy who probably told uh, sensitive government secrets to Fang Fang. Remember, he was on committees that would have given him access to a bunch of information. Adam Schiff is a liar, so he's off the committees. Eric Swalwell probably turned tail and traded, became a traitor to his country. Let's hear what Dana Bash said to him. Hi, Congressman, you were also removed yeah. <laughs> uh, by Republicans from the Intelligence Committee. What the speaker said about you is that beginning in 2012, a suspected Chinese spy developed ties to you and to your office, even put an intern uh, there, raised campaign funds for you. You say very clearly you cut off ties with this person back in 2015 when you found out you cooperated with the FBI. But the bottom line question is this. Did you put yourself in a vulnerable position in any way so that this alleged Chinese spy could have benefited or even learn American secrets? Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, but, Dana, uh, don't take my word for it. Um, take the FBI's word for it. They never oh. talk about ongoing investigations. And, and former Chairman Schiff knows this uh, as a member of the Gang of Eight. Three different times they came out and said two things. All I did was help them, and also I was never under any suspicion of wrongdoing. That's a lie. I think that Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell both have done far more than they will admit to. Of course, Eric Swalwell's not going to come out and say that, (laughs) I definitely, definitely debased myself. I definitely put myself in a compromising situation. It's already known that honey, that, excuse me, it's already known that Fang Fang was a honeypot. She was sleeping with other Democrat politicians. Eric Swalwell escaped the full revelations of his actions because the FBI is corrupt, too. I'm not going to take the FBI's word on anything. The FBI agents that investigated Eric Swalwell for his relationship with Fang Fang definitely did not tell the truth. He should not have been allowed to remain on the security committee, should not have been allowed to have any committee assignments. Eric Swalwa, as soon as he was in a compromised relationship with a Chinese spy, his time in Congress should have been over. Zero accountability. Absolutely. All right. Let me go through the final thank yous over here on the foxhole. Uh, Porpoiseful, thank you for that cookie. Boise Blanc, thank you for that cookie. Just Duckies said, to those who struggled to remain positive, I actually already read that. So uh, Gamada17, thank you for the cookie. Just Duckies, Dr. Malone had a great press conference about his global COVID summit where 17,000 doctors signed against the vax. That's great to hear. I love that. And then Liberty Bells says, thank you, Zach, and prayers for RPGF. And then I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything else over nothing over on buy me a coffee and i think that is it over on cash app as well yep nothing over on cash app all right you guys i'll be back tonight at 10 30 on badlands media for another episode of baseless conspiracies until that time we'll see you then good luck and god bless
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.